G'day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. I hope, excuse me, I hope you're well. Okay, so look, today we're going to talk about obviously the market because that's what we do in our 1744th episode of the podcast. How's that, hey? Damn, that's a lot. That is a lot of episodes that I have done on this podcast, absolutely free of charge. I've never charged anybody for an interview. I've never been paid, never been given tokens, always disclosed everything. And I'm very proud that I have done. Now, sure, I could have been in a much better financial position if I had have done all those things that many others do, but I'm not just doing this for money. I'm doing it to help people. I have got a very strong moral fiber and I have my own ethics to stand by and I have the whole way through. So to celebrate that, I'm going to just talk that little bit that I just did. Bloody hell, that is a lot of episodes. Anyway, today, what we're going to talk about a little bit here is, I guess, social media and crypto. And the reason I wanted to bring up social media and crypto is because of how ridiculous it all seems to be. And what I mean by that is, you know, we've seen Bitcoin run up a little bit, of course. We've, we've had a very solid run. You know, I talked about it earlier in the month, uh, 54% gain there for Bitcoin. Um, very welcome, of course, and very, very good. And now we're starting to see when we go, like, you know, we're making it to 48. We're making it to this. We're doing this. Like all the moon boys, all, the, all these people that sadly have an enormous amount of... Um, followers and it's it's really quite sad to me i mean look i'm not a clout chaser i do what i do sure i'd love to have a lot more people involved in in the education that we provide um learning from somebody who does actually do this and knows rather than these people that are you know i see the biggest tweets out there right now are what altcoins should i buy now and there's like 500 comments and they've got like 600,000 followers and it's like there's no value in that and if you're somebody who is, and I'm not, I'm not having any beef with anybody, I'm just speaking my truth, as I always do. If you're somebody who, who does follow the word of, so like, I'm just, for no other reason than the fact that I looked over my left screen, there's Twitter, there's Lark Davis, right? So Lark had nothing going on. He was actually an affiliate uh, of Trader Cobb for quite a while there, um, and then decided that he knew how to trade and brought his own stuff out. So, you know, hey-ho, good for him, whatever. But he's really blown up to be very, very big. The thing that I see, however, he's got a million, Jesus, he's got a million followers. The thing that I see, however, is that there's not a great deal of value in what he puts out there. You know, it's, I mean, the last tweet that I see here, doesn't Bitcoin doesn't give a shit about your sexuality, diet, political beliefs, race, religion, or anything. It's purely freedom money for anyone anyway. Yeah, okay, cool. That's, that's correct. At least it's a true statement. A lot of the stuff that we're seeing out there, if you are on social media, particularly Twitter, because Twitter is a sort of place where it seems to be that those who tweet the most get the most um, attention. These people can take advantage of you so easily. And again, again, not not to point out Lark for any other reason that he's just on the screen right now is that he's been called out on that. You know, there's there's records of his accounts. We saw the same with other influencers in Australia, like I think Alex Saunders was in some hot water a little while ago. Um, BitBoy has been in hot water as well. There, it, the list goes on. And it makes it, I would hope anyway, that people that, that follow these types Right, I mean, it's all good to follow them, but don't take advice from these people, because ultimately what they have created is their own ecosystem for which they can get into a token nice and early, tweet about it for days, pump the price up because people buy it, 
And guess what? You provide them with their exit liquidity. You're making them millions of dollars. They're getting out when you're getting in because it's a low cap coin typically or a recently listed project that goes absolutely through the roof because they say or they team up with a group of others and they all go, hey, this this coin's the one. It's going to do 100x. That's, that's what I see everywhere, right? Especially in the bull market. And then, yep, people jump on it just because they heard it from someone that's got a lot of followers. So therefore, that person must know what they're talking about. Well, they absolutely know what they're doing. And what they're talking about is talking about enriching themselves off the back of people that don't know any better. And this is where education lies. Now, these people get audiences generally starting out by being wholesome, you know, creating content around blockchain or whatever it may be, whatever industry it may be. They start to get momentum. I've watched it happen before. The greed comes in, the opportunity of, oh, I can make myself tens of millions of dollars. Might just go ahead and do that. Without any moral fiber in their body, they just go ahead and that's basically the opposite of Robin Hood. They rob from the poor and give to themselves. And Again, I'm not saying that's what Lark or any of these, no, no specifics, but we know that it happens. Don't find yourself caught in these crossroads. Don't find yourself caught up in a place where the only hope you have of making money is following what an influencer says because, oh, man, you're just not going to get there if you do it that way because they're not going to tell you when they get in. They're not going to tell you the majority of the story, and they're not obliged to do so either as it currently stands. So be aware, be safe out there. Sure, have your Twitters on, have your, you know, whatever else you follow and use and whatnot. But look for people that are going to provide you with actual information. And look, this, a lot of these content creators that do these pumps on and dump on you, they do put content out there. That's fine. Go ahead and be involved if that's what you want to do. But please don't feel like they're there for you. They're not. They're there for personal gain nine times out of 10. Might not be that high, but that's what I'm going with. What you need to be doing and how you can actually truly separate yourself from your money is to follow these people blindly. But what you can do to step aside from that and set yourself up is to truly dive deep into educating yourself. Now, for me, I've been trading now. This is my 19th year in trading. I turned 39 next week. I started when I was about 20 or I started investing at 16, but you know, um, and uh, for me, when I, when, when crypto came about, Man, I, I, I didn't even know there was, you know, crypto influencers. I didn't even know what an influencer was back then. It was 2017 around, I think it was around April I started reading about it. I started buying in July. I was up till like midnight, 1 a.m., just reading, reading, reading. I read so many white papers until I got to the point where I thought to myself, these are an absolute waste of time because they don't really say anything or they all say the same thing. There's typos there. There's punctuation issues. And I thought to myself, this doesn't seem real serious. So I missed out on the ICO boom of 2017, just simply because I said to myself, look, I'm a trader. I have no idea about this. I'm looking to enter into a new market for which I did my time. I looked at it and yeah, okay, I can trade this market. Back then it was only BitMEX and it was horrible. Um, but that's how I went about it. I did buy spot as well using my technical abilities. I did read a heap of white papers, as I just mentioned. But I got myself to a point of understanding what was and wasn't real, what was real and what wasn't real. Um, I've now developed over the last five years or five, nearly six years of being in this market, more or less exclusively, to a point where I'm comfortable that I will invest in projects, but I understand the way that I do it. And it's basically through a series of what price am I getting in? How long is the lockup period if I get in early? 
And um, what's the risk I'm willing to take on this project across my entire portfolio? What's the percentage risk? Um, and also, who's the team behind it? And what's the marketing budget? Because let's be honest, marketing is what we need. If you've got a project that's out there in a bull run when markets typically do take off, you want to make sure you've got a bloody good crew of marketing people behind it. And that's one of the things that's a bit of a conundrum, isn't it? Because if I talk about influencers and talk down to them about pumping certain coins, I have to be honest with myself. I am going to look at who's behind the marketing and who they have arms out to. Because if I am getting in early, then yeah, I want to make sure that it's got a good life. Okay? But you get in well before they tell you to get in. So you've got to, again, do your own research. And then if you see somebody else out there, you, you, you know, as a big influencer who's saying, hey, buy this, this token's going to do 100x. Well, if you're already in, well, that's great because it's part of the marketing to send the token higher. But again, there's a differentiation between getting in early in a project or getting into a project with good backing and good team and good fun- fundamentals and whatnot. And there is the just blindly following an influencer. I stick to my trading more times and I'm not investing in anything at the moment. Uh, I'm still waiting to see what's going on with the market. Uh, One thing is for certain, I can trade uh, and I can make money no matter what the direction of that market is. So I know it's a bit of a ramble. Um, Sometimes I have these rambles because sometimes things get to me. It's not so much that it's got to me today. It's just that I thought it was a very, very good time to be putting this out because there was a project out there today. I I think it was called Core. C-O-R-E, and it's done like 14,000%. It's gone absolutely nuts, which is great for those that were in that. I'm, I'm stoked for the people that have made money. Get out, <laughs> take some profits at least, you know, take some bloody profits. But um, yeah, it's, it's you that's going to be the one that makes you successful. And there's no one you can blame. There's no one that you can say, oh, it's this person that's done this. And no, it's up to you. That is it. It is all up to you. So I know that people are willing to throw a couple of thousand bucks at some, you know, obscure altcoin to try and get rich don't worry about that if you're going to do that find a way that you're going to have a higher hit rate find a way to learn find a way to be better in yourself because that's sustainable growth that you can continue on and i'm not just i'm not going on to promote my course here i'm i'm saying find something that you're passionate about and then find a way to do it properly and to do it well and you'll save yourself uh, an awful lot of heartache Okay, so into our top 10 right now. Well, we saw yesterday sell-off. Bitcoin was down 1.2% after being up 2% the day before. The selling has continued, and over the last seven days, we have seen a decline from the high to the current price of about 7%. Now, uh, we've sold off again today. Bitcoin's down 1.7%. We're at 22,579, and there is now a lower high and a lower low on the daily chart. Now, it's the beginning of a downtrend. It really hasn't got any momentum just yet. The weekly is pulling back ever so slightly. It did take out the low of last week's bearish candle as well. And I'm hopeful to see a little pullback a bit further, to be honest, to give this weekly a nice little higher low. If we can then drive higher, it will be very much welcomed. However, when I look at that on the daily, and I go and look at my four hour, uh, there's definite support at $22,335. Okay, $22,335 is a lower level of this kind of choppy consolidation that we've been in. I'd call the upper level, although not as precise, somewhere around 23800 Okay, we are still in that range. As a matter of fact, the last four-hour candle came down to 22342 So very close to the exact point on Bitcoin support. Now, the question I have for myself and what I am waiting for after a pretty good, you know, 
pretty good few trades over the, since Friday. You know, got back in last Wednesday, saw some opportunities on Friday and chipping away. There's been some profits to be had and some decent profits too uh, with Wu on the one hour being a really good one. It's moved very, very well. One's another one. We had a number that hit one-to-one one and then stopped out, but there's been opportunity out there. I'm waiting to see what this trend does because, look, if we break down uh, through that support, we start to see some momentum pick up, I'll be looking for my shorts. Absolutely, I will be, and that's the beauty of it. I know what I'm doing. I'm comfortable doing it. I'm happy doing it. I don't mind the direction. I'd much rather it go up for everybody's sake uh, and my portfolio and investment's sake. But if it goes down, I'm still going to profit. So if we can get down through 22,335 um, and essentially have a bit of a run, maybe 20, 22,000, sorry, we'll start to have a much better trend for us to sink our teeth into. Next up, we have Ethereum, which again yesterday found resistance at 1,680, the level I've been speaking about quite frequently. We really are struggling with that level. That level goes back to the date, the 4th, of November. There's not a da- there's not a daily downtrend just yet, but it's potentially on its way. It's down 1.65% at $1,622. Very ugly on the daily. The momentum has shifted slightly. It's only two days, but I'm going to wait and see what goes on there. We've got more strong resistance above than we have support below. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out over the evening session for the US and Europe. Binance is down 2.87% today, back into the cradle zone with a lower high on the daily. It sold off yesterday 1.5%. As far as the lower timeframes go, you know, we do have a little bit of a trend starting there on the two hour, but again, it is not a fantastic trend. It's down 2.89% today so far. On XRP next, which has been crab walking in all all honesty, there's uh, more downward momentum at the moment for XRP. Uh, yesterday closing down 1.5%. Today it's down 1.5% at 39 cents. Just grinding lower. Again, not much of a trend for us to work with. Doge is down 3.4% at 8.7 cents after selling off yesterday as well, 2.6%. Grinding lower yet again. Uh, the trend's still not satisfactory enough for me to really uh, you know, go headlong into it. The one hour doesn't look too bad, but I want more before I re-enter don't want to be giving my profits back to the market so quickly. On to Cardano next, which was down yesterday, only 1.2%, currently down 3% at 38 cents, rolling over by the look of it. Uh, it did have a very strong move up. Uh, that being said, it is starting to roll back over. It's been a very long, slow consolidation period for Cardano and much of the market, so nothing of interest there. On to Matic now, which did close up yesterday, 2.88%. It's down 4% today on a fairly vicious uh, pullback. Look, I've got to say the eight-hour trend is still there, but sadly there's no convergence. So there's no tradable opportunities there for me on Matic, even if it were to give me a little bullish candle in the cradle zone. I'll be keeping an eye on that over the coming days. It's $1.25. Dots at $6.58, down 2.5% today after following sorry, following on from yesterday's close down 2.7%. It's very sideways still, very choppy. Solana down 2.6% yesterday, down 3% today at $22.00 and 49 cents a little bit of a trend coming in on the daily but again not enough momentum for me just yet and finally wrapping up our top 10 shiba inu was down 4.4 percent yesterday it's down 4.1 percent currently now as far as the pullback goes on the daily it's in a bloody good spot on the lower time frames is there anything oh the one hour's got a pretty decent bit of cyclicity there that could be worthwhile keeping an eye on into the latter stages of the trading day 
Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I hope that helps you and I hope it gives you a bit of an understanding about the realities of these uh, influences and whatnot. It's not just, I'm not starting beef with anyone. I'm not having a problem with anyone. I'm just trying to help those that are listening to this podcast to understand that it is you that will unlock your greatness and your wealth and your opportunity and your happiness and your growth. It is not somebody else on Twitter. Have a great day. I'll speak to you again very soon. Bye for now.